0: Good evening, everyone. Oh, I feel like a school teacher. That was quite nice. Um, it's time to the register. No, I'm only messing. Um, oh, it's Christmas. We're having a lovely time. I'm just going to grab this. And uh, apologies whoever this is. So I'm taking it. Are we excited for Christmas? Yeah. Um, I've got a new shirt on. This is my new shirt. Um, it looks a... Oh, stop it! Um, it looks a bit like a towel. So if anyone's a bit sweaty, uh, just come to me. I'll give you a little rub down with this, um, and it'll all be very nice. Um, right, I'm doing a little talk for us, and um, it's that sort of time of year—Christmas, isn't it? Um, when we start either thinking about family, we start thinking about presents. Um, Actually, this morning I started thinking about what was my New Year's resolution that I said I would do. Um, A horrible thing to think, um, because my New Year's resolutions, I had three of them. Um, One of them was go to the gym. I've not done that. Let me tell you, when I bought this shirt, I realized very quickly (laughs) I've not been going to the gym. The other one was to grow a mullet, Um, and that's really not gone well, (laughs) Um, so I'm struggling. Um, And the final one um, was I wanted to learn more. I know. Learn more, very grandiose. Um, And I started off quite well. I actually started studying theology. I finished a theology course this year. I know, shout out. This is my kind of celebration speech. I like to shout out my mom. Um, no, we won't go there. Um, but I realized really quickly um, that I, I struggle with learning. <laughs> I struggle with reading. I particularly hate history. History, I know there's some history teachers that are knocking around, and they do not like that I've said that. Um, but I struggle with history. I find it boring. I find it not very interesting. And so when I um, was asked to prepare this talk um, and I started to read the story of Jesus um, out of the Gospel of Matthew, um, I was disgusted to find out that the very beginning is a genealogy, which is history. Um, but I want to read to you now what it says in the beginning of the story of Jesus. And it's a genealogy that goes through um, the family tree of jesus and here's what it said the words are on the screen this is the genealogy of jesus the messiah the son of david the son of abraham abraham was the father of isaac isaac the father of jacob jacob the father of judah and his brothers judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Amminadab, Amminadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David, David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. And it goes on and on and on until it goes down to the person of Jesus. But in my New Year's resolution of learning more, I found some very interesting things out that I would love to share with you guys as we reflect on the Christmas story. The first one is that for people that are reading this for the first time, for the Jews or people that weren't Jewish, um, they would find some very interesting things here. And that is that normally in genealogies, when they're put together, what you see is a, a patriarchal system which just follows the men all the way back through um, the family history. But here in this story, at the beginning of the story of Jesus, is mentioned four women. Now, that doesn't seem surprising to us because we're used to our family trees looking all family tree-ish, but this would have been a shock. And here's what I want to speak to us all about, because I think there's real significance about why these women are placed at the beginning of the story of Jesus, which we're celebrating today. See, Tamar, who was the first woman that was mentioned, was a widow who seduced her father-in-law in in order to seek justice. Rahab was a Canaanite prostitute who helped the Israelites take Jericho. Ruth was a Moabite widow who chose her mother-in-law and Israel's God over her own people. And Bathsheba, a widow whose husband was murdered so King David could take her to be his wife. See, all these incredible women who are immortalized in the text of the Bible, what they show us and and be linked to the person of Jesus who our faith, the faith of Christians is centered around. All these women went through terrible things. They all struggled, they all, their history was marked with brokenness, with injustice, with heartache, with suffering, with strife, with pain and with darkness. And we, know that the end of that trajectory is Jesus. Jesus, who the Bible says is the light of the world. In John 1, 4 to 5, it says, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. See, out of darkness, out of a history of oppression, of injustice, of pain, came Jesus the light. And it's such a relevant story for us now. When we look at our world now, we see darkness. We see things that are tricky, things that are painful. We might even ourselves experience hurt and be experiencing hurt right now. And it might feel strange that we're here, celebrating, dancing, kind of cheering, whooping, clapping. But that's why the story of Jesus is so relevant and so important to us. Because it's not a wishy-washy, kind of fairy in the sky, irrelevant thing. Jesus, the light of the world, was born into darkness of struggle, of trial, of strife. And so when we celebrate Christmas, we're celebrating that despite all of that, all the darkness, we know that there is a saviour. And the people um, that were journeying through the history of, uh, of Jesus, uh, of Jesus' family, um, they were waiting for the saviour. The person that was going to wrap everything up, that was going to come save everyone, set them free. And there, in this history of Jesus' family, is Jesus, the baby born, the savior. And that's why we now, we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate celebrate the birth of Jesus because we celebrate that there is light that comes in to darkness. The darkness isn't powerful at all. We can't say darkness, put these lights out now. No, we turn on the light and darkness has to go away. And we worship and celebrate now, this Christmas time, Jesus who is light to the world. We celebrate Jesus who earlier on in the Bible is said that he's a wonderful counselor, almighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. But I hate history. (laughs) Because why is that relevant to me? Now, I, I felt jarred that my whole faith is essentially built on history. <laughs> this is important stuff. This is a literal, factual person that lived, that existed. The Bible says it's a person, Jesus, who is fully God and fully man. See, we feel like we could be lonely. We could be by ourselves, especially when it leads up to Christmas. Emotions are high. <laughs> Celebrating, joy, joy but also sadness and sorrow. But what we're celebrating in Jesus is God with us, Emmanuel. In Isaiah seven fourteen, it says, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, I can stand here and celebrate and be filled with joy because I know that Jesus is with me. I've encountered a living Jesus who I know to be light in my life, who I know to be light in the dark places inside of me. And I don't know if you're the same, but I look around as well as seeing the world out there and seeing everything that's going wrong. I also, when I look inside, I see a pretty messed up person sometimes. I see someone that's struggling. I see someone that feels hurt, that feels pain, that feels um, rejection. That feels loneliness. But I can still stand despite that and, and now and celebrate that joy is real, that Jesus is real, Jesus, a historical person, but right now is God with us, God with you. But I also stand here, like I said hurting and we can stand and celebrate But we have to balance that with the struggles of life and you could even put yourself into that genealogy at the very beginning you could see yourself as someone who is experiencing pain that's experiencing hurt that's experiencing sorrow and you think Jesus you're light of the world but at the same time I'm not doing well our world's not doing well and we see glimpses of light Glimpses of hope glimpses of joy but we don't fully see it all yet and maybe you're in that position now that you might not have experienced or encountered the light of the world, you might really struggle being here now and dancing and singing and being joyful I want to tell you that there is hope And hope is a person that is Jesus. And even though that we'll still go through struggles and challenges and go through pain, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And in Romans 8, it explains and paints this picture of of people looking forward to The time when there's no more sickness, there's no more um, hurts, there's no more loneliness or, or rejection because we are restored, restored human beings. But in the meantime, we groan, we long and we hope for that fullness. Here is another moment in history right now. And it's an opportunity for us. It's an opportunity for us to welcome the light of the world into our lives. You might place yourself in that, um, in that story and in that history of being someone that right now is really struggling. There's darkness. There's darkness around you, there's darkness in you. I want to encourage you to explore the light. And the light is Jesus. The person we're celebrating, the person we're dancing for, the person we're sweating for, (laughs) is Jesus. As Dave mentioned, this might be the first time for some people, and so we want to give you a little gift. If you want to explore Jesus, the light of the world, we have this little pack here that we love to give you completely free, Um, all that's in there is a GPS tracker so we know where you go, and joking, (laughs) joking. (laughs) What's in there is um, a little invite to to Alpha, but also um, one of the gospel stories, the story of Jesus, the Jesus that broke into the moment of, of darkness, that broke into the moment of pain, that broke into a history of injustice and was the light to the world, a Jesus that is real today as he was back then. A Jesus that wants to meet you, a Jesus that is called Emmanuel, God with us. A Jesus that the Bible says has got arms wide open and is running to you and wants to know you and love you. If you want to explore that, we'd love to um, give you one of these. They're just going to be at the, um, kind of when you walk out in the foyer, just on the side. You can really sneakily grab one. Or if you wanted to chat with someone, you can less sneakily grab one and chat to someone uh, about that. Um, but now is the time to celebrate. And we rightly celebrate that Jesus, the light of the world, has broken into darkness, and darkness cannot overcome him. I'm going to pray for us, and we're going to go straight back into some singing, dancing, whooping, and a-hollering. Um, so if, you've, uh, if you're of the praying variety, do get in whatever position you'd like to get into. I'm going to pray for us. Um, Father God, I thank you so much that you love us to the extent that you gave your only son, Jesus, for us. I thank you, God, that you break into darkness You break into pain, you break into struggle and strife with light. And Father, today as we worship and celebrate Christmas, let us know and experience the light of the world that is you, Jesus, in your precious name, amen.